What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Game 5 Round 11 podcast. I'm your host, Trep, joined by the awesome Mr. Willis. And um, episode 2, we have we have a lot of interesting stuff to talk about. Obviously, season 2 came out for Modern Warfare, uh, along with a lot of crazy other stuff that we're going to get into. We had London happen, um, and we're looking forward to Atlanta when we talk about that kind of stuff. But, um, Will, how you doing? You ready to get this going? Good, man. It's been a little bit. I yeah, we... Pushing it off a little bit with all the new Battle Royale news coming out. Yeah, we've been... Uh, and, and plus, like, it kind of... Our time frames didn't meet up, like, originally for, like, Thursday to record and all that mm-hmm. jazz. So we had to push it back a little bit. But here we are, nonetheless. And we did change it. We're going to try to get an episode out every week instead of every two weeks. Because... Um, you know, more stuff might happen, and obviously it shows, because if we would have waited till next week, the BR might already be out. So, it's a good thing we're doing this now. But that's what we're going to... We're going to start with Modern Warfare itself, Will. Season 2 has released. Uh, of course, yes. you know, we had Ghost come back. Everybody, fan favorite character from Modern Warfare 2, the Modern Warfare series, I guess you could say. Um, and then, a lot of stuff about a BR, but we're, we're going to get into that in a second. What I want to start with is Season 2 in itself. You know, we had Russ come back. Uh, I think a couple new playlists. They got more stuff adding on into the future. Uh, we saw the whole the image breakdown of what they're going to add. We had some new weapons, the UMP-45 making its return. Um, so, Will, give me your first initial thoughts on, on Season 2. Uh, so, they added the CDL playlist which is something that helps the game a little bit. It's not a ranked playlist. I wish it was. Same, of course, that would be better. But someone made a really good point uh, on the Call of Duty Reddit. It, it is ranked in a way because it's skill-based matchmaking. We just don't have a, um, like a, ranking a, system. a visual indicator yeah. of like what rank you are. But it is still matching you with people of your style, I guess. So that's nice. Um, season Pass is a little lackluster this time for me. There's not many things in it that I was like, oh, I gotta get... I, I, uh, except for Ghost. Ghost is like yeah. the only thing. Yeah, that's, that, that's, like, that's what I was about to say. Like The only thing that I really stood out to me... See, the only things I care about in the Battle Passes now are the new operators, obviously this one being Ghost, and the watches. Those are the only things in the battle pass that I care about. And like the double XP tokens are cool. You know the um, the different gun variants you can get are pretty cool. Cause uh, I know me and Logical were playing yesterday, and we got a dope MP7 variant. And so I mean they have really cool variants and stuff. But I think the only thing I care about in the battle pass, I don't really care about the calling cards or the emblems you get, stuff like that. But the operators and the watches, you know, they're pretty dope. But I agree with you. The battle pass was kind of you know, the thing that kind of, you know, sold me on the Battle Pass, because I did buy it, the thing that kind of sold me on the Battle Pass was just Ghost himself. Like, he's just, he looks badass, and I was like, I want to rep him in-game. So that's the only thing that really sold me on the Battle Pass. But, um... The new guns are okay. The AR is really good. Them. I was just watching uh, Huntsman scrims, and Envoy is running it on some maps. Yeah. Over, uh, uh, MP5. Now, people are saying that the, uh... The new AR, like Hutch, who who obviously I think everybody should know who Hutch is. Um, he was playing Umu matches, uh, Old Man of Optic or now Old Man of Redacted. Uh, he was playing those matches, and he said that gun could like counter the M4. He's thinking that gun should be put into competitive to go against the M4. Um, 
I could see it I personally. I don't think it's as good as the M4 overall. I think it could fulfill a Maddox role mm -hmm. more than like an M4. Because its fire rate is better than the M4s. I think its recoil control is better than the M4s. It doesn't they, have the range of an M4. It yeah. doesn't have the range, but the fire rate and the recoil of it, it, it like you said, Maddox, you know, it, it's basically what it is. Yeah, it's basically what it is. And, like, you know, with the whole attachment changes they're doing this year with so many attachments for each gun, you could turn that thing into a very mobile weapon. And so you can yeah, use what, it as a fast-paced AR. That's what Envoy had, had his turned yeah. into. It was, like a, it, it was basically a Maddox on the map. Yeah. So I, I'm a really big fan of the the multiple gun meta instead of just having one strict AR, one strict SMG, and then maybe a sniper. I really do like, you know, because NIW it worked really well with the NV4 and the K-Bar, mm -hmm. and then the E-Rad. And Black Ops 4 it worked well with the ICR and the Maddox and the Dog. So but I'm hoping to see a little bit of variation because it really is just M4 and B5 now. Yeah, it's just two guns. But I would love to see that gun make it in because I think it's good enough to be a, a competitive gun to use. But back to Season 2. Uh, we got Rust coming back, you know, a fan favorite map. We also have a brand new map in Atlas Superstore. Uh, I remember, me and you were talking about it when we played Atlas for the first time. Um... We were kind of going back and forth a little bit on, on whether we thought it could be a competitive map or not. Uh, I saw some of the pros tweeting out, you know, talking about how, you know, they're hoping it would replace a map like Ramaza or something like that in the competitive rotation. Uh, I remember you told me you could you could possibly see it being a search and destroy map. Um, yeah. I, but we, we, I... we played Respawn on it, and Respawn didn't feel too bad, but it felt too long. Yeah, the map is... um. A little too. I don't know how to explain it. It's a little too cluttered mm -hmm. for respawn. Like, uh, you know, respawn. I guess in general, like th this game is really big on line of sight, and there aren't many line of sight like spots on that map. Just because of, like all the clutter. Um, uh, I mean, it's a it's a classic. In my opinion, it's a classic three lane map. It is a three-lane map, but it's a three-lane map with, like, six boxes in yeah. one lane that yeah. you can just hide behind or climb up on top of, and you can get on, like, the big storage, like, shelving, and mm -hmm. it it would probably work. I don't know if they should replace it for something. I think maybe just add it into the rotation mm -hmm. itself, because I don't know if it's good enough to replace anything. I think it might be good enough to play, but just... I don't see any value of replacing a map yeah. for that one. Yeah, I, I think the map. I think the map's good personally. I enjoy playing on it when I play it, but um, I don't know about you know the whole competitive rotation. How they're going to handle that? I think if they you know gave it a shot and said, "Here, play this in a couple scrims," and you pros tell us your feedback if they want to add in, they can. Uh, also, will don't don't let me forget when we go to the CDL topic, they just changed some rules around. Uh, for search and destroy and domination, so uh, we got to touch up on that too. But moving forward, uh, Rust, like we said, made it made its return. Uh, I personally do not in find myself having a good time on Rust when I play it. Um, it feels like shipment. The spawns are awful, uh, but I think it's a little bit better than shipment in my opinion, uh, unless you get put into one specific spawn trap and then it's just brutal. But, um, I mean, it's Rust, you know, you can't really complain. I'd rather play Rust over Shipment all day, but uh, Rust in this game just doesn't doesn't feel like old Rust. And, of course, I think we could have seen that coming, you know, obviously with, yeah. you know, 
how this game plays compared to Modern Warfare 2. Uh, completely different. So, but um, I'm still glad it's back. You know, something different. Obviously, in the new seasons, they got to give us something different, and uh, I I enjoy it for the. For some of the games I play, and then there's other games where I don't. But uh, what 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 do you think about Rust? I know you you played a couple of times, haven't you? It's um yeah, I've played it a little bit. It it's sort of like you said with the spawns, man. Because of the way the spawn the squad spawning system that they use in this game, you can't really play tiny maps like that because you're just yeah. gonna all get caught in one area. It's like when I play uh when I when they do like the twenty four seven shipment game mode, and I play that. Whenever I'm playing with people, I'm like just just don't play the objective let's just lay out here because you'll get caught in the middle for 13 deaths before someone's able to finally break it out it's not fun 100 percent. but you know it's it's good they added they're adding stuff that's you know i mean i would love to see more new maps rather than bringing back old ones but you know i don't think anybody really complained about rust coming back uh i think they're i saw the the community update yesterday where they said they're doing uh some testing on 1v1 rust playlist so um they're really trying to cater to the the community who loved to do that back in the day but moving forward talking about season two um speculations for a battle royale have been going on for this game for a long time now since the release data miners finding stuff about the map all that good jazz and finally, a lot of things are coming into light about a battle royale in this game. Obviously, the season two update. If you guys haven't been keeping up, um, when you updated the, the the game to season two and you opened it up, there was a brand new mode right there on the main menu. But it says what will? It's classified. Classified. And if you live under a rock, you're gonna have no idea what that is. But if you play Call of Duty every single day, you're gonna know. Hey, that is a that is a BR right there. And truthfully, when I saw that, that kind of threw me off because I was because of course all the the data miners and all the stuff these people found in leaks saying, oh, the game's gonna be free to play, you know, all this, that, and the other. So it kind of confused me because it's in Modern Warfare. It's right there at the main menu of Modern Warfare. And then of course, you know, when more stuff got leaked and all that, it started to make a little bit more sense. But uh, well, we've got a lot of information, uh, a lot more than I thought we were gonna get towards a new BR or stuff leaning towards a new BR, um, because the last couple of days have been nuts for for leaks and information. Uh, people have been getting banned from COD because of accidentally getting thrown into the training uh, for the battle royale. Um, the gaming revolution. I don't know if y'all know who that is. He got his account suspended for st- sharing stuff. Uh, about the battle royale, will is it safe for us to say the name of it, <laughs> or what? What the the, the 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 quote unquote name will be? I I mean yeah, I think we could I definitely think, speculate I think we could, about it. Yeah. I just don't think we can show any copyright. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna show anything. But um, supposedly quote unquote the new Call of Duty battle royale will be called be called Call of Duty Warzone. Personally, don't like the name, but hey, I don't care if it's a battle royale. I'm gonna play it. But um, we've gotten uh, a ton, a ton of information uh, about this BR. And uh, first thing, uh, you know, in Blackout you had solos, duos, and quads. Now it's looking like in this new BR, if there is one, you got solos, duos, trios, and quads. And I think that's a good thing. Because how many times have me and you played Blackout where we don't have a fourth? It could be me, you, and Chili, and we don't have a fourth. Plenty of times. Plenty of times. Or it could be it could be me, you, and her, 
and we don't have a fourth. You know, so I think them adding trios in, if if it is, you know, I think I think we can almost 100% say we're gonna get a BR. You know, I think we can almost 100% say it because there's just there's just too much information that's been leaked, that's been shared to where there's no way this isn't a battle royale. You know, there's just it's just been too much. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say I think 100% we are getting one, but um, trios got added. Will good or bad? I mean, I don't think it's bad. You see, this, yeah. the only thing I saw people talking about was, um, you know, the Battle Royale, um, 200 players. You know, everybody's, yeah. ta everybody's finding the information about 200 players, you know, and, and uh, people are worried that, you know, this many players with this many options to play in, in solos, duos, trios, and quads, uh, people are having issues going on top of Rust and getting frame rate, yep. you know? And, and so how are you going to run a BR? Like, it better be the best-made BR there is because people are having issues playing multiplayer on your game. That's the only problem or worry I have about a new BR coming out for this COD because uh, there's a lot of frame rate issues in this game. You know, a certain spots on maps or um, you get a bad server and you're toast. Like, there's no way yeah. you can play. You know, so that's my only issue, but... Uh, I like the solos, duos, trios, and quads. You know, it gives you more of a variety to play for. And uh, if you don't have a full squad, you can just do threes. And uh, I think that's I think that's good. Um, but moving forward, uh, you put you put something in the little itinerary here that I didn't know about. So I'm interested to hear this from you because I had no idea this was a thing. And you put drop packs. Yeah. So when people were glitching into the lobby, they were finding things. Uh, it was called like a drop pack and different like things have come out about it like no one's had like a solid concrete answer but it's looking like um there's you might have a chance to set up like a creative class mm -hmm. that you can drop in with and i don't know what's gonna you know what's gonna ha happen for you to get that or if it's like you can always drop in with it or um if it's like you know, because we're do they got like we'll talk about it here in just a second, but they got like the side missions and like mm -hmm. the bounties you can go after. Like maybe if you complete one of the side missions or the bounties, the prizes that you can jump in with one of your drop packs next game. Or or maybe it's kind of like a a care package thing, you know. I don't know yeah, if you remember. Like, um, the care package. Yeah, like, I don't know if you remember. Like, um, classes in Ghost in multiplayer, there was the little the little blue briefcase. That yeah. you would be able to pick up and carry around, and you had like a little objective, and once you completed it, you got a care package. You know, so I wonder if like there's a challenge that you get when you go into the game, and once you successfully complete that challenge, you get your drop. You get your drop yeah, pack, and, it, it and then you can like get your class. Yeah, and like so, and so I don't think that's a terrible thing too, because when you play Blackout, you had the fully loaded guns. You know, so it's like you could just, and even if you don't want the the gun, if you're not in a good spot for the gun that you chose, you could just take the attachments off it. You know, if you have a better gun you want to use. I, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a good thing. This just depend depending on how they do it. You know, are you going to be able to drop in with this every single game? You know, because if you are, that's not going to be fun at all. I don't... I, I don't agree. I think it can be done well as long as you can't make, like, a... Uh, a crazy a good fully, class. Yeah, a fully loaded yeah. M, M4 class. Like, maybe you can pick a Baron M4, a Baron MP5... And then, like, and you, you just gotta go find the attachments. attachments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that wouldn't be bad. Yeah, you get the gun you want, but you have to find the attachments for it. Cause, like, think about how many times you like land and, and you don't find a gun at yeah. four different locations. Yeah. 
like I could see it being okay. I could also see like I don't know, maybe they could use it for like, you know, one v one stuff like if you have a drop pack enabled like that's the gun you use in the one v one i have no idea like what they're gonna do with it i just know um from the leaked screenshots we got uh it the warzone menu looks exactly like the normal multiplayer menu you know you got play create a class operator barracks store blah 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 going across it looks exactly like that um but instead of create a class it says uh drop packs yeah I don't think that's a bad thing as long as they, you know, do it in a in a good way to where it's not really broken or anything like that. Yeah. But moving forward, um, something new in a in a BR. That's fine. That's fine. Sorry about that. Sorry, guys. He's getting pizza right now, and we're we're fighting about tipping. Anyway. Moving forward, something that has not been done in a BR. Um, of course, in uh, Fortnite, you know, you have the respawn mechanic. Someone picks up your card, you go to the little van, and you get rebooted. Uh, Apex, someone picks up your banner, you go to the little dropship place, you get respawn. Uh, Blackout did not have anything like that, unless it was the limited time modes where you came back in 30 seconds after you died, or whatever the time frame was. Um, but they didn't have a thing where, here, I'll pick this up and I'll take it and you'll get respawned, you know? Uh, now, supposedly, uh, it's 1v1s in the gulag showers to see if you get to return or not. Um, I think it's a great thing because I can only, every time I hear it, I can only imagine Papa 1v1ing somebody in the gulag showers to try to come back. You know, that, 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 that image kills me. But uh, I think that's a great thing, you know, because it adds another level of, you know, the gameplay to it, you know? So when you die, you know you're not 100% out. You know, you got to win that 1v1 to get put back in. And uh, supposedly with these 1v1s, you can place bets on the people who are 1v1ing uh, because they have something called uh, Plunder, right? Yeah, it's called Plunder. And it's basically just like a, a cash kind of thing in uh, in this BR. And I think you use it, you know, if you, if you get a, a good amount of Plunder, you can uh, buy like a gas mask and you can buy a whole different type of stuff. It lets you survive in the gas longer, you know. Um, and I think, I think the Plunder system is a great idea. Uh, I think there needs to be something like that because it reminds me of, you know, the, the Black Ops 1 days where you get that balance and you can unlock stuff. Uh, I'm not sure if it's – I think it, I think they're doing it to where in this BR when you get that plunder and you have enough to purchase something, you have to purchase it every time. I don't think it's a purchase and it automatically unlocks forever. You know, I think you have to purchase it, you know, every single time. And I think that's a good thing because you could buy, like, two of whatever you needed for the next game or whatnot. So I think that's a great idea. But, um, Will, tell me about what, – what do you think about the, the 1v1s in the in the gulag showers to return to the game? I think it's smart. I think uh, I think it adds, like, the Call of Duty aspect to, um, to like, the reviving system uh, that you see in other games. Because, don't get me wrong, I, it's kind of whack to me whenever, like, you play Fortnite or Apex and you kill two if it's Apex or three if it's Fortnite and then – one guy just hightails it in the other direction and goes and picks everyone up and mm -hmm. like you you know it, the, the satisfaction of getting a squad wipe isn't guaranteed anymore you know because like like I said one person can just be a you know be a little weenie and run away mm -hmm. so uh it adds like um it adds like that Call of Duty element you know if you're you're trash at the game and you go out early you know maybe you don't you know deserve to come back right, right? so you, you yeah you gotta, so stay out of the game. you so gotta now, earn like, it 
yeah, now you gotta earn the ability to come back. So you know, so say you land early and you're a decent player, you get shot in the back because you can't find a gun. Well, you know, that's kind of we've all been there. We all hate when that happens, but now it's not a guaranteed out because you can just win your one v one. Yep, you just win your one v one. You'll be right back in the game. You get another chance. I think that's a good thing. I think that's gonna have people playing it a lot more. I think it's gonna be an enjoyable part of it because you know you're not out instantly. Um, but moving forward uh, with more BR news, um, there's more stuff I could think off off the top of my head uh, about the new BR that we've we've learned. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, like I said, I don't know how much you guys keep in touch with it, but people have been getting randomly thrown into the Warzone lobbies. I think someone yesterday, um, their game like showed Warzone on the main menu. Uh, yeah, mine did uh, that. Yours did that? Yeah, I told you. We were playing CDL, and I was like, oh. That said Warzone, and then like I couldn't get it. I couldn't get into it though. It was still locked. Oh wow. Okay, so Will's game showed Warzone on the main menu, um, but the guy in Germany who had it, he said he could click into it and it, and it showed like uh, Phil Squad stuff like that. Mm. But um, moving forward with the the BR, uh, so you know how you got challenges of multiplayer that you can do to unlock cool rewards you know uh... they're bringing that into the br as well but you also have these these side missions now i don't know what the rewards for the side missions are i just know that there's going to be side missions and um... i think that's uh, i think that's put in with like the bounties you can do and stuff like that um... which i'm not sure really how i, how I feel about the bounties and such um... because I, I think i saw something on twitter that someone tweeted about it, and it said that you know you could put a bounty on a whole squad. Mm -hmm. You know you could put a bounty on a whole four team, a whole four player team, and whoever kills them, you know I think it's a cool aspect because it's like oh sh we got a bounty on our head, we're gonna have people coming for us, you know. So it's like mm -hmm. I think that's a cool aspect of it, but I, at the same time I'm not sure you know how <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about it, but. Um, <laughs> because I heard you, I heard her go. What the fuck? But either way, anyway, um, I just, I just hope they do. Yeah, <laughs> I just hope they do it right. Cause, um, I don't know if you've ever played Darwin Project, Will, but when you put a, a manhunt on somebody, it literally puts like an icon above their head, and you can see them running around. You know, I, that's that's how I do not want it to go. Because I mean. I hope it's not like that. I hope it's just like, I think a way you could do it is, um, mm -hmm. I, I, <laughs> I think I think a way you could do it is, is like instead of like just putting an icon above someone's head or above a team's head and you can see them running around the map, uh, they do something different like make their name, you know, like make their name a different color. Like oh hey, so like, and they have like a little bounty symbol in the corner, saying there's a bounty active and these people with the the color of the bounty symbol these are the guys you need to kill to get this bounty I don't know how they're gonna do it uh, it's interesting to say the least but um, if they are gonna have it show like where you're at on the map I say they do it like the capture the flag method where like you get like where they were like 5, 10, 15, 20 seconds ago however long it makes sense yeah for yeah so it, like, it buffers you know so you yeah. can't exactly like pinpoint them but like, you get a ping on their location every mm -hmm. once in a while, but it's yeah. not a constant following them on the map. Yeah. But I'm interested to see how that goes, but uh, the side missions, obviously we don't know what they're going to be. You know, obviously I would think they're probably just going to be stuff for, like, XP, calling cards, maybe some different gun variants, uh, some, like, parachutes, 
uh, backpack looking stuff, stuff like some cosmetic stuff. Um, what do you think? Side missions are pretty much the same thing as multiplayer. Any big any big changes you could see coming if they do side missions in the BR? Uh, no, not really. I mean, basically, said just like exclusive stuff that you can only get from doing the BR missions, like operator mm -hmm. skins, maybe camos, weapon variants, stuff like that. Um, it, there's no real big uh like can't think of what i'm trying to say here i don't think there's any negatives to having like mm -hmm. missions to it like yeah. i can't see them giving you special weapons in the game yeah gonna make you unkillable or anything like that so yeah um also uh in other br news uh we were talking. I think uh, it might have been me and you talking about this. It might have been me and Logical, but uh, talking about how like what guns we wanted to see in the BR, and I said I wanted to see every gun we've seen in Modern Warfare so far, and I want to see old guns as well. You know, because mm -hmm. I saw someone on a Twitter comment say like, how dope would it be to be able to find an intervention and put attachments on an intervention, you know, and have that as your sniper rifle. And I I want to see something like that. You know, I would. It would be cool. You know, to have every gun in Modern Warfare in it, but come on, there's like, what, a couple good guns you could use? Uh, you yeah. know, like the M4, maybe the Odin, um, the new AR, uh, and then the MP5, maybe the MP7, you know? So I want to see some old guns return. Obviously, I think, you know, we'll have um, the, the guns in Modern Warfare, but I want to see, you know, some old guns. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing a striker from Modern Warfare 3 get put in. Um, what was the gun called? The, uh... The PP90, something like that. Yeah, those are in the game. Not the P90. The little, yeah, the, the little SMG. It's Modern Warfare 3. Yeah. The one that was in the pro meta. Yeah, it's in the game. It's the the Bison or whatever. Oh, that doesn't count. It's the same as that. The does. Bison's its little brother, just not as good. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> Could you pour the Dr Pepper like not in the camera? People are gonna watch this. Okay, but either way, I would like to see some different guns, like uh, you know, some old guns that might not be in the game that you know we've seen in in the past Modern Warfare series and such. But uh, as for uh, the BR, there has been no official release date. Um, but well, I don't know if you saw this uh, yesterday. There ha there has been speculations uh, on when it could release. There's been a lot of speculations on days. We were told yesterday. We were told fucking Wednesday, like, we were we were told, like, two or three different days, but now I think we actually have a day that actually makes sense. Um, Tuesday, February the 18th, uh, is when people are thinking, hey, this is when the BR is gonna drop, and I will, I don't know if you've heard about this, have you? You have not? So, th I will tell you why people are speculating this. So, you know, in, in Season 1, Season 1 dropped, you have your, um, weekly challenges, and your weekly updates, you know, your weekly content refreshers, you know, they add something different in, you know, Infinity War changes stuff up, and they do that for the whole season, you know, and so people were, uh, people were data mining, you know, looking into the files more for season two, and they saw eight weeks of Battle Royale weekly challenges in the data, in the files. And so, so, and Gaming Revolution made a video on it, and he was like, well, if you think about it, if there, there's, there's like, there's 50-something days in this season, 
and we get a new season on like April 14th or April 11th, you know, whatever day it is. Um, he said if there's going to be, you know, eight weeks of, of new Battle Royale content, you know, getting updated or, or stuff like that in the game, then it has to, to meet that time frame, it has to release on the 18th, which makes sense. Because it's a Tuesday. That's when Infinity Ward does all their updates to their game. You know, if they come out with new patches, they add in some new stuff in, you know, that's when they do it. Because obviously after this weekend, they're going to release something on Tuesday to change the game mode names back to regular. Mm -hmm. Obviously, because they changed them up for Valentine's Day. So Tuesday, obviously, there's going to be an update that changes the game modes back to regular. But also, people are thinking that's going to be the day when, when Warzone, quote-unquote, is released. I don't even think I can say quote-unquote anymore since you've seen the game on your main menu. Like, Warzone, right? That's the name of it, Warzone. We don't know if it's a BR, if it's Escape from Targon, we don't know. But, yeah. but um, that's when people that's when people are like, okay, this could actually be the day. You know, and I think it, I, I think that this BR needs to release on the 18th at the latest. Because they've built up so much hype without a trailer. They've built up so much hype off of just leaks and data mining information. Like, we haven't even seen a trailer. We have what we think is the map, you know? Um, and that, that, that's pretty much it. We just got what these leakers are giving us. And it's built the hype. But I told somebody this yesterday. I was like, they need to hurry up or this hype will not stay. I think it'll still be there, but as many people are hyped in the COD community for this, because I go onto a post about you know updates involving the playlist, and people are like, "Where's Warzone? Where's Warzone? Where's Warzone?" You know, like people want it now, and I think they need to hurry up with it. Uh, and we were also talking about how you know while we were while we're playing games on season two right now, we were getting those little tiny oh, there's an update ready, you know, yep. update has happened. You got to restart the game. We're getting multiple of those a day. You know, so it's like yeah, I think they're fixing stuff on the back end. Yeah, constantly. yeah, everything's ready to go. Yeah, things are good to go when when they release it. So I think that me and Will both agree. We think that's what that is. You know, them trying to fix stuff on the back end and make sure uh, everything's okay for when they actually want to release uh, the battle royale. But uh, I'm 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 agreeing with Tuesday the 18th. Do you agree with you know that could actually possibly be the day that this game mode gets released? Um, yeah, Tuesday, I've seen a couple 21sts, uh, apparently if you look at the classified screen, like, if you hovered over multiplayer or something else and look at classified at an angle, you can see a 2-2-1 pop-up, like, on the left side of the classified. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've seen that, so that's one I've seen. So, someone was saying today, um, because, like, the 15th of... If you go around to a bunch of different calendars yeah, in the game, yeah. like the 15th is circled on every single one of them. Mm -hmm. So I saw that. Uh, Which so obviously, I, I, while we're recording this, it is 4.30 p.m. and there is no BR. There is yeah, yeah. nothing been released. The 15th yeah, and there's nothing. There's nothing. So um, we, I think we can mark the 15th out. Yeah, there won't be a title update at, what is it, 2.30 PST? So yeah. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, I can agree with the 21st as well. I think it's going to be this week. Hopefully. You know, I think it, like, you're almost, what, we're, are we past halfway through the month? We are, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, we're past halfway through the month. We're only, you know, not even a week into season two yet, but I still feel like, you know, they need to hurry up with it. I think it needs to be this week. But 
you never know. I, I think the 18th is a prime day to do it. I could see the 21st as well, but obviously, you know, you never know with Infinity where they could be laughing at us in their chairs, thinking, hey, this is not going to come out till April, so just sit back and relax. But moving forward off of the only Modern Warfare topic uh, to our next one, and that was CDL London. London event happened. Um, we're going to go through all of that. We're going to go through all the matches. We're going to go through the teams that uh, competed at the event and the outcome of, of every game. Uh, so starting off, the teams that played uh, at London were the Dallas Empire, the Seattle Surge, the Chicago Huntsman, the uh, Los Angeles Gorilla, the Paris Legion, the New York Subliners, London Royal Ravens, obviously the home series for them, and the Toronto Ultra. Will, <laughs> take us into our first game. Sorry, bro. I can see her cutting the pizza in the background. Oh, yeah, dude. Game. She's she's about to be... You're chowing right now, aren't you? Yeah, she's chowing. She's already eaten, like, three slices, so she's hungry, man. <laughs> I got my pizza back there, too, but I'm going to eat it afterwards, so... So, the, the first game of the weekend was bright and early. Mm-hmm. Like, 5.30 a.m., 6 a.m. I watched, like, a map of it and then fell asleep. Yeah, I tried to. I watched pretty much every single match. I made it through, but mm-hmm. uh, it was Paris Legion. That's the name. Legion versus yes. the New York Subliners. Uh, the game was kind of a shocker, to be honest with you. After seeing how Paris performed at uh, at Minnesota, they won both of their matches and looked fantastic. But uh. Here against New York, New York, a team that looked abysmal at Minnesota, pulled through, beat them three-one. Yep, three-one, and I think the, I think the main reason to why uh, Paris played so poorly was because I don't think everybody was on the same page in that series. You know, I went back and I watched the series, and it looked like, you know, people were trying to do a lot of different things at one time. You know, and plus New York were just like they were slaying out, like their re- their respawn in that series looked great. But I can't I can't remember what map they lost. Did they lose the search or a dom to to Paris? Oh, I mean yeah, to Paris. Was it was uh, it the search? They lost the search. Yeah, I think New York search is abysmal right now. But mm-hmm. you know we we expect I expected Paris to kind of handily easily win that match because of what we saw from New York. But obviously we knew going forward that New York wasn't going to be you know an awful awful team. And then they they proved it by beating Paris in the in the first game, but uh, their success would not last, unfortunately, throughout the the rest of the weekend. But again, Paris, uh, I think they just weren't on on the same page. You know, I think New York just came out with a lot of intensity and a lot of fire after what happened in Minnesota. So I think that's a I think that's a big thing. But um, after that second game of the weekend, we had uh, the Dallas Empire taking on the. Seattle Surge and the Dallas handled work. The Empire yeah. handled work. The game went exactly how I was expecting it to. Mm-hmm. Um, Dallas this weekend looking much more like the team they should be looking. Yep. Um, Seattle, man, you know, Seattle's on paper one of the best teams, but th- I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's like a, a chemistry issue or like. Yeah, I think my my biggest thing is I think they have a bunch of slow players and they have like one guy that's able to get out there and just really go hard. Yeah. You know. Um that's Octane. Octane's 
nasty no matter what gun he's got in his hand. But um, yeah, Dallas beat him three zero. Um, Dallas looking much much better after Minnesota, and you know, to Dallas's credit, we talked about it last episode. Man, they played the two best teams in the game mm-hmm. at Minnesota. Uh, so now that we're seeing seeing him against um the other teams, are really starting to see why a lot of people are still putting them in that top three because. You know, no one there was able to beat him except for Chicago. Yeah. So, and and by the way, this weekend right here, guys, was the the first weekend for bracket play, uh, for the right. Group A, Group B, and then the bracket play. So if you won your first two games in groups, you automatically qualify for that bracket. But I think yeah, Dallas looked much much better. Um, Seattle definitely, you know, has some stuff to fix, and we and and I just found out today. Uh, Will you knew before me, but Enable, uh, has been yeah, replaced. Enable been benched. He's been benched, yeah. And I well, thought when Enable was a player on Seattle for the Yeah, he was, yeah, he for got. Seattle Surge, Enable was one a uh, player for them. And truthfully, I don't agree with it. Enable was like um, I think they're scrambling for answers and if you look on paper he's the worst performing on that team. So, so that's, what, that's, they, what, that, that's what they're looking that's at. That's what that came down to. I guarantee that's what it came down to because Enable's a playmaker. He he's not gonna have like a one point two 1.3 KD or anything yeah. like that, which for those of you watching, when it's pro versus pro, a 1.2 or higher is like insanely good. good. Yeah, that's really yeah. good. Um, He's going to be your 1.0s, your 0.9s, your 0.8s, but it doesn't mean he's doing bad because he, uh, you know, he's the point man. He does what he, he does what he needs to do. But I, like I said, I think they were purely looking at stats. They're scrambling right now probably. They thought they were going to come out and probably be a top four team in there. Probably top seven or eight right now. Um, right. So I think it just came down to we need to make a change. Let's pick the person who is performing worse statistically and hope it works. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about Seattle right now, man. You know, it's it's rough to watch them play because, like you said, on paper, they have a very good team. But They're, they're top four on paper. Yeah, uh, 100%. But right now, I, I, I love the team. I love... You know the the franchise. I love their branding, but the team does not look good at all. No. They look and the terrible. Plus, I think that I think they're scrambling because yeah, they just they, don't they just know want what, answers. Yeah, on. they just they, want they answers. They want to figure something out. So I think yeah. you know this is a good move. You know maybe make a small change, let a substitute play. I don't think Enable's dropped. He's only benched. I haven't seen anything saying he's fully dropped. No, uh, I, just... I think he just. Switch spots with Pander, who yeah, released I think him. Pa- I, I mean, Pander's who replaced gonna him. Be, uh, on the starting roster, and Enable's going to move down to a substitute role. Yeah. So, moving forward, our next game. What was it, Will? It was uh, Chicago versus Los Angeles Gorillas, and that went exactly the way we expected it to, it to go. go. Yep. Chicago's in the running to be the best team. Uh, we'll find out. Next weekend, mm-hmm. actually, mm-hmm. if they're the best team or not, when we finally see them play Atlanta face. Uh, but yeah, that game went exactly, went exactly how you thought it was going to go. Chicago 3-0 to LA very quickly. Very was not quickly. a close game in any way. Nope. Um, LA, I think, need to make a change more than Seattle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 100%, yeah. LA needs to drop. Make him a substitute, make him a coach. I just—he's doing absolutely nothing for that squad except for giving them strats. And yeah. To be honest, they're all professional players. They can all give each other strats. Yeah. That 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 LA team—that's another rough team to watch, man. There's a lot of 
rough teams to look at. I mean, just because, you know, you look at the Gorillas and you have a veteran in Aches, but, you know, you have a veteran in Lacefield. But everybody else in that team, I feel like that's a team that does not mesh well at all, you know. I mean, obviously, yeah. Lacefield and Aches have played together, you know, for a long time, but then you got Decimate, you know. I feel like he's still kind of a young gun. Uh, I haven't, I mean, who did he play for last year? Was it E6? Yeah. You know, maybe. Yeah, I think he played for E6. And so it's like, I think he's still a young gun, still trying to find his place. Um, and then you got Saints. I think Saints is washed. But, um, <laughs> I mean, that team just doesn't look good. I don't think they're going to look good all year unless they do something different by changing the roster. But, um, yeah, Chicago handling it just like we expected it to go. Uh, but moving forward, we got the the very the, the last game of Saturday. Uh, no, it was not the last game of Saturday. It was yeah, it was was it? Or did no, Chicago? no, yeah, it, it was, was the last game of uh, of group play, I believe. Yeah, it was the last game of group. Play. Last game of group play, and uh, we had the London Royal Ravens, the the home team uh, for London, and we had the Toronto Ultra, and I think that went the way we kind of expected it to go like I think we expected London to win the series yeah. I, I was expecting a 3-0 but Toronto came out they won a map um but London still looked really good in that series you yeah, know London and, looked strong. yeah they look real strong this whole weekend you know I think what really killed them is what the series we'll get to but uh they came out they handled business 3-1 you know London looks great Wuskins is an absolute fucking maniac on this game he is yeah, he, is. he is the best AR in the game right now Guaranteed. Uh, yes. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. No, he is not. Thank you, second. Behind who? Don't say formal. No, uh, Octane. That's a good argument. I still think Wuskin could outperform Octane. At, at this current state, Wuskin could outperform Octane. My top three are Octane, Wuskin, and Dens. Denz is very good too. Denz plays for uh, Paris Legion, yeah. and uh, Octane plays for the Seattle Surge. Top but... five, are, top five ARs are all interchangeable except for the fifth place for me, and that's I think my top five ARs are Octane, Weskin, Denz, Formal, and Clayster. Cause yeah, I was gonna say Clay too. Yeah, kind of hard carrying Dallas right now. Yeah, Clay did very well over this this Clay past weekend. Extremely well this weekend. But uh, Weskin, you know, he was the hard carry for London. He finished yeah, the event with like a two like two point something respawn KD. Yeah. It was absolutely main. It's just crazy numbers. Absolutely unheard of. You, yeah, you it was it was insane. But um. London, they they three one Toronto. They handle business. Last game of of groups, and then we move into um into bracket play where we have another another a rematch. This is the second time these two teams have played. Will, what do we have? It was, uh, it was Dallas versus Chicago. And uh, that went the way we expected it to. In a, it kinda, kinda. Um, uh, Dallas looked much better. Dallas play, both times that Dallas played Chicago this weekend, they played them extremely close. Mm-hmm. Um, if you watch the match in Minnesota, Archdees went up for the uh, after-game interview and said that shit was easy. But um, mm-hmm. I don't think any of them said that shit was easy this time. No, it, it definitely wasn't. They were still trash talk. You know, formal put out the... Yeah, these kids, these kids are, so are much better. Yeah, these kids oh. are so much better online, you know. Yeah, after they won, he didn't even say GGs. Yeah. You know, like this, you know, the good thing to do after is like, you know... Uh, if they want when they win, it's GG's Dallas one three zero London champs. You know that's like a that's like a tweet you expect to see, but no, Formal didn't say anything. That Formal just said they suck. 
Um, but I, they played them way closer, way way closer. Um, yeah, Chicago's just top two team right now, man. You yeah. know you can't. And, 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 and we don't. And... Yeah, we we don't know. Like obviously, this is only the the second weekend of the CDL. We got Atlanta coming up this weekend, and mm-hmm. so we'll actually see who the best team in the CDL right now is when Chicago and Atlanta go head to head. But right now, Chicago's looking definitely 110 percent top two team. Can they beat Atlanta? I think they can. But Atlanta's looking very strong. We we haven't been able to see them play until you know this coming weekend in Atlanta. But um. I think Atlanta's got a lot riding on them, especially with this being a home series. But either yeah, just, either way, there's so much pressure whenever you play Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying like pressure to like prove you're better. I'm saying like pressure because of the way they play. Like it literally feels like there's from what I've six watched, people on the map. Yeah, it looks like teams are playing against an unmovable object. Yeah, like, I mean they'll you, push back and put five down, but like after that, you know, they just come back and. Atlanta yeah, will but, do it right back to them. Yeah, but then Atlanta will get five down, and then they'll get five down again. Yeah. It's just like that team, it, they, they're at a level that I don't know if they can be beaten right now. I think Chicago is the only team that can do it. Yeah, I think Chicago is the, the closest. I mean, it, like the play style they have, I mean, you got Simp, you got Abizi, you know, two of the fastest submachine gun players in the game. You know, yeah, it's so just constant pressure. Yeah, you know? constant like they pressure. They They're going to be in your face nonstop, yeah. you know. So. Every type of team you'll see, like, constantly flipping spawns mm-hmm. and. Stuff like that. Even on maps, like where you kind of want to keep one flag and B. Like I'm talking domination. You'll keep A and B or C and B. Mm-hmm. Like you know, Phase will always push for the three cap. They won't right. just hold them in the spawn trap. They'll push for the three cap, and they'll usually get it. Right. So that's just that's going to be a fun match. But here, you know, to close out bracket play, Dallas, Chicago. They looked uh group play. Sorry, Dallas and Chicago. Dallas looked much better. You just you know need more from your from your star players and mm-hmm. Shotzi. I think they get to their online caliber and they'll be a, a team to reckon with for sure. Be damn near unbeatable if they're like at right. their full caliber. And I, I think they'll you know they'll show up like halfway through the year and yeah, we'll have a there. we'll have a crazy CDL championship when it gets to it. But uh, next game uh, in. I think this we is the beginning of bracket play. Yeah, yeah. So I think this is where um, eliminations started happening. So that Chicago yeah. just beat uh, Dallas, which sent Dallas to the uh, losers bracket. Um, actually, will the rounds we've already covered were round one of bracket play. Oh yeah, you're right. So yeah. this is round two. So this is I round forgot, two. I forgot group play was round two. Yeah. So two so rounds. right now, right now, um, you have. Um, Right Paris. Now, no one's out of the tournament. Yeah, right now you have Paris and Toronto from Group B and losers, and you have yep. Seattle and LA Gorillas from Group A and losers. So that was round two of the first winner's match, and we're going to go to round two of the first winner's match in Group B, where it was the London Royal Ravens taking on the New York Subliners. And I think I think London ended up reverse sweeping New York in the series. They did. Yep. Yeah, they ended up reverse sweeping New York was up 2-0. If you don't know what that means, it means when you go, so if it's a best of five series, first one to win three maps wins it. New York had already won the first two maps. They only needed one more map to win it, and London won three straight to reverse sweep them and win the series. So London ended up reverse sweeping New York. New York looked phenomenal in this series uh, besides the last three maps. The first two maps, they were a very, very good team. 
and they just simply outplayed London. But the home crowd started getting behind London, and London was just able to make a comeback. You know, you had Wuskins obviously just going insane, uh, had a crazy weekend, and London was able to, to come back with that uh, reverse sweep and uh, put New York into the loser's bracket. London advanced to uh, semifinals. Mm-hmm, advanced to the semifinals. And then, um, like I said, New York had to go down to the, the losers. Uh, after that match, who we have next? These next two games were our uh, losers' finals matches. Well, yeah, yeah, losers' finals matches. We mm-hmm. had uh, starting with Seattle and Los Angeles. Um, Seattle won a series. Yeah, Seattle, Seattle pulled out through. You know, um, they looked a lot better here. Personally, I think they looked as good as they did because they played gorillas. Yeah, they played the gorillas. Like they they didn't act like <laughs> they didn't actually look good. They just looked all right. Uh, sorry, I just looked at my they camera look- and see her yeah. cutting pizza, bro. That's hilarious. Either way, yeah, Seattle. They look, you know, obviously it's the LA Gorillas, you know, and a team that's definitely struggling right now. But um. Seattle, like you said, they they look better, but when you three two a team like Gorillas, can you really be that optimistic about yourself? I mean, you three two yeah. the Gorillas, like it's not like you just had a really close series with Chicago, you know? Like it was um probably a, definitely a confidence boost, but you yeah, know, they finally won search. Yeah, they yeah, finally won a search. Yeah, but uh, they they you know they have a lot to work on, man, and it's really disappointing. Yeah, cause really? I really want that team to do well, you know, but. You know, they, they, they won that series. They kept themselves in it. Uh, moving forward in the loser bracket, they, they were able to, to keep themselves in. Yeah, um, put them in loser's finals. Mm-hmm. And then moving forward, mm-hmm. we had uh, loser's bracket first round on the opposite side in Group B, where we had the Paris Legion taking on the Toronto Ultra. Uh, that game, you know, Paris looked, uh, Paris looked much more up to speed mm-hmm. of what we, you know, saw in Minnesota. They 3-1 New York. Or Toronto, sorry. Um, again, though, like that's sort of like what we just talked about with Seattle beating LA. They beat Toronto. Yeah. So you can't really be like, oh, well, they look great because they, they beat Toronto and Minnesota too, right? Mm, uh. Did they play Toronto and Minnesota. No, they didn't play Toronto. They, they played. Play? Gorillas they played Gorillas Optic. and Optic LA. Yeah. 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 So okay. okay. Um. But yeah, they they played one of the worst teams in the league, uh, and they beat them three one. That's about what you'd expect for a team that I'm probably putting top five right now. Mm-hmm. Paris, Paris looks really well. You know, it looks they they uh, I think they're top five. I think it'd be safe to say they're top yeah. five. Yeah, one hundred percent. Paris looks great. You know, uh, besides some of the inconsistent games from you know Kismet, who I think everybody has eyes on, but you have the yeah. very consistent games from Zdens and and every now and then Zed. You know, so the the players are really performing really well on that team, and they're definitely looking like a top five team right now. But, I think they just uh, they need to come together a little bit better. Yeah, you know, a little bit more uh, cohesion in the group there, and they can move into a top four, top three team definitely. Oh, one hundred percent. They look they look great. They played a match that we're gonna get to here in just a minute. That um, you know, they took a team further than anyone else has so far. So, mm-hmm. but um, moving forward, past Paris and Toronto, we had uh, Dallas and Seattle losers bracket. Uh, final, quote the unquote, losers, for Group A. Is, yep, Group this A losers to, finals. Yeah, this is to make it into the uh, the bracket play on Sunday. Yep. And uh, Dallas. Uh, yep, Dallas and Seattle matched back up. Dallas beat them three one. 
Um, Seattle took a map off of them this time, so I think that confidence boost you were talking about right. with finally winning a series there. Um, and 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 I look back on this series. I look back on the Dallas and Seattle one, and all the maps were very very close. Yeah, Seattle definitely had like a really big confidence boost. I think. Um, yeah, I think winning and then playing a team they had already played before just really let those players, you know, a lot of weight was off their shoulders. Mm-hmm. You know, they knew how to counter Dallas. They knew what, sort of what was going to happen. And, you know, whenever you got those players, that group of five guys there, if they're not in their head, you know, and there's nothing holding them back, then there's no reason that they shouldn't be competing well. Yeah. So, you know, they, they, they took a map off Dallas. Games were close. Dallas still, you know, pulled it out. Um I think that sort of cemented that, uh, you know, that that uh, pressure on Seattle to figure mm-hmm. out what the hell is going on. You know, oh, yeah. Um, they played Dallas close every game, but still couldn't close it out. And you know, yeah, kind of but... bad for them because, like you said, and I agree with you, I want that team to do well. Yeah, but I think I think like like we said, you know, that still a lot of season left to figure stuff out. So uh, yeah, yeah, I think they'll, they'll they'll be you know. Halfway through the season, they'll be, you know, where we expect them to be. But uh, Seattle's eliminated. Uh, Toronto, as we talked about, has also been eliminated. Uh, and so now we move into uh, the next uh, and I think final elimination match. Well, it's actually, loser, well, no, no, no. It's, no. Uh, it's losers finals of Group B. Yeah, is what we move on to next. Yeah, so the next elimination match. And well, yeah, the next one. So it's not the last one. Though. Not the last. Yeah, not the last one, but the next one. Um. We had the Paris Legion take on the New York Subliners. And, you know, just, again, we saw Paris play exactly how we expect them to. They mm-hmm. 3 0 New York. Games weren't very close. Nope. Uh, New York looked abysmal, as Trep and I have been saying since Minnesota, you know. And this was a rematch from the first match of the weekend from yep. Paris and New York. This was a rematch where New York and handled New York Paris. Three, yeah, they 3 won them. But yeah. um, I think Paris started slow. Yeah, uh, they had to get going. The, by the end of the weekend, you know, they were definitely ready mm-hmm. to go, um, and three owed them. Uh, that, that was the series where, you know, it's this series and then their next series that really made me put Denz in my, uh, my top five there for ARs because he mm-hmm. played absolutely phenomenal yeah. in both of these series. Yeah, but like you said, Paris, they three owed New York, New York still having those struggles, man, and uh, yeah, uh, Accuracy yeah. Had, a, had a much better weekend. For, yeah, for accuracy, Zuma, attached—they all played better. I think there's just something fundamentally wrong with them right now that yeah. they really need to go back to the drawing board. Maybe you know, maybe switch up some roles. Try doing something. You know, yeah. put sensor on the starting lineup. Just try something different, man. Yeah, because because right now it is it is not working for New York. But yeah, that's another team on paper that should be doing okay, yeah. but they're not. So there's mm. there's something going on at the core right there. But um, moving forward, we have our first match of bracket. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, our first match of of you know Sunday, the the finals. Um, is, uh, we have is, uh, top four teams, four teams yeah. left, and uh, the first match, I hated watching because it was heartbreaking. London Royal Ravens taking on the Dallas Empire, and London go up two zero, and, and get reverse swept. Yeah. And dude, it was it was like I dude, I was rooting for London too, man, because London was like they were performing very well throughout the weekend. Wuskin came out like guns a blazing against Dallas, and he was posting numbers that an AR should not be posting, uh, especially against a team like Dallas. 
they win the, the opening hard point, they win the search, and then everything just falls apart. They yeah, get. I think they. I think they got blown up. out in the dom. I think yeah, Dallas like railed them in the dom. It was bad. Um, Dallas woke up. I mean, you know, I think they just started slow, very yeah. early. You know, very very early game for American boys, and I said I think it. Uh, American came, boys. Yeah, I think it just came down to the fact that Dallas woke up, and I. Just, I even though. You know they aren't doing as well as Chicago and Atlanta. I still, you know, Dallas is still the third best team in the league. Hundred percent. So you can't, you can't expect, you can't say um, a reverse sweep is like unexpected from them, yeah. especially if they start, if they get hot. All it takes, when you got someone like Clay on your team, all it takes is like one good play and you win the series. Yeah, one hundred, one hundred percent. You, you, you can pop a simple two piece, and if Clay starts yelling at you, there's a suddenly an energy on stage yeah. that wasn't there before that you just can't. You know the enemy team can't beat. Um, yeah. Call of Duty is really, really about vibes. Yeah. You start getting in your head, you're gonna start playing bad. If you got a teammate telling you you're the best in the game, you're gonna probably play like you're the best mm-hmm. in the game. So, I think that's all it came down to, man. Dallas woke up and got hype, and you know, London. Uh, Weskin played well. Um, you just you can't keep up with a team like that whenever they're playing to their full, you know, yeah. potential. Yeah. But. Dallas reverse sweep three two. They make it into the finals. Yeah, you know, we have our next semifinals match, and this is a match I loved watching because it was an underdog story. It was I I thought they I thought they were gonna do it, but we have Chicago taking on the Paris Legion, and at this point Chicago had never lost a hard point on land yet in Modern Warfare. Yep. hadn't hadn't lost a hard point to anybody, and Paris took both the hard points off of Chicago. Chicago had to win one dom and two searches to win this series and make it to the finals. And, you know, Chicago did. They won it 3-2 and made it to the finals to play Dallas. But Paris, I gave them a run for their money, you know, because Dens was smacking Chicago around in this series. Uh, But finally, you know, once Paris won that first hard point, uh, like halfway through the search, Chicago woke up a little bit. And they were like, yeah. okay, you know, RSD started performing much better because I think he had a terrible map one. I think he was like 15 and 30 something map one they against all, Paris. They all kind of struggled yeah, after, so yeah. uh, Paris, they looked, especially for Guam, who we think is the number two team right now in the CDL and taking both hard points. You know, I was literally telling myself, I was like, Paris could win this if they, you know, steal a respawn, win both searches. I don't all think they would have beat Dallas. Oh, no, 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 no. But. Um, they could have beat. They could have beat Chicago. You know, Chicago chokes that hard point. You know, Chicago's not a team you expect to be, ex- you know, spectacular and uh, yeah. enjoy. So if they if they stayed cold, they probably would have lost that series. Mm-hmm. I think, like you said, they woke up about halfway through the search and destroy and brought it much much closer. But um, you know, for them to have to win both search and destroys and a domination, that's that's, that's not something a team like Chicago needs to rely on. Yeah, because Chicago, I mean, when you look at it in reality, they're not that good at search and destroy. Nah. They really aren't. They beat Dallas in a search, but, like, I, you know, there's just issues fundamentally with Dallas right now. I think yeah. they play Chicago, and there's um, just a little bit of a mental block going on with them right now. I think yeah. they play Paris in that final. They win it. I think they play Chicago in the final. They never win it, at least yeah. not until this mental block that they've got with Chicago goes away. But um, yeah, it was an insanely good match. I kind of wanted Paris to win. Just because... I did too, just because you know, I mean, truthfully, 
I think Paris is a, a top four team, top five team right now. They're top five for me. And and you know they would have deserved to win that series because they've been playing phenomenal in the first two events of the year. You know, oh, yeah. so I mean, like if they, that, I wouldn't have said it was a fluke. Oh right, yeah. If they won that, I would just been like Paris outplayed Chicago. Yeah, like, they, they clutched up. They went in. Yeah. They went in and won it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, I think it's still a, a positive for Paris because you took two hard yeah. points off of Chicago, who is supposedly one of the best hard point teams. You know, so you took both the hard points against them. Now you just got to fix a dom or you got to fix your search. You know, they're a little lackluster in search. They're they're inconsistent in search against the good teams. When you play the the poor teams, you know, like New York, Toronto, when you play teams like that, you can win those searches, but searches are really going to be a key if you're going to beat someone like Chicago or Dallas or Atlanta, you know, so. When you look at that match, like if you go back and rewatch it, there was nothing fundamentally wrong that Paris Mm. did. It's a lot of small things. So, you know, I, they don't really need to go in and completely relearn how to do stuff. They just need to clean it up. You yeah. Know, just make it a little bit, you know, get neat with it. And right. You can be a top four team, top three. I mean, they have the potential to be better than Dallas and Chicago. We saw mm-hmm. them almost beat Chicago. There's absolutely no reason they don't have the potential to be better than Chicago. Right. So just get neat with it. And I think that squad can definitely, you know, get up there and start winning some of their matches. 100%. But like we said, Chicago, they ended up pulling it out. You know, they ended up making it to the finals. And we have the third time we will, we've seen Chicago Huntsman and Dallas Empire play against each other. And uh, this time, Chicago handled business. This time, yeah, Chicago, this, this all Huntsman. This is the first one. Yeah, all Huntsman. 3-0 in the finals for Chicago to win it. And they, they, they looked very commanding throughout this series. Uh, I think they, you know... I think they were happy with obviously the three one in the group play, but um, you know they wanted to show like, hey, we are ten times better than you, and they came out, they handled the business, they three zero Dallas, like we said, Dallas just has that mental block when it comes to playing Chicago, you know, and I think it's something to do with Krim's ego, and you know I think it's kind of you know, because because every time he's played Chicago, he has a good map, and then the next map he's lackluster. You know, so I think, like you said, the mental block with 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 Dallas right now playing Chicago, uh, it's there, and they need to figure out a way to get rid of it uh, before they start beating Chicago. Because I don't think I think if they can't get past the hurdle of Chicago, they're definitely not going to beat Atlanta. You know, so yeah, I mean, I think it just comes down to the fact that whenever they match up against Chicago, there's like that idea that oh well, if we lose this, we're getting reamed on Twitter for the next three days. Yeah, because it's not just like. I mean, Crim's ego probably plays a lot into it. I think a lot of the pressure for uh, Ilian shots he plays a reason as to why they can't yeah. beat him. I mean, how you can't expect two freshman level players to perform extremely well against veteran players like that when they go into a match knowing that if they lose it, they're just gonna get destroyed on Twitter Blasted, by, yeah. by by the the fucking the fucking cult, as Crim Six likes to call them. <laughs> Um, the Colt being Scumpy's fans, the old yeah. Optic fans. Yeah. Because I am an old Optic fan, and I can tell you we're some of the most toxic fuckers in the world. Oh, 100%. Yeah, guaranteed. Um, yeah. So I definitely get the, why there's a pressure there, why there might be a mental block. They just, they got to wake up, man. They got to get over it. You know, they're, uh, they're better than you. All right. Don't worry about losing to them. Yep. Move on. Get better. Get better. Yep. You lost. Figure out what you did wrong, and then do better. Just don't mm-hmm. get through it. If they were getting 3-2'd, it'd be a whole different story. Mm-hmm. You know, that mental block wouldn't be as strong, but 
they keep getting but in Chicago put the boot down and you can't yep. you can't really do that yep. if you're wanting to beat them eventually. Yep. But like we said, Chicago, they win the series 3-0. They win the the London Homestead series. Um, and I think that's what everybody expected. You know, they, I think we expected Chicago to, to be the one that comes out of that and win that one. Uh, kind of upset when they didn't get like a little trophy or a medal or anything. You know, they just... Maven, Maven said that was just kind of an oversight. Uh, there will be some type of like accommodation for professional players who win the tournaments going forward. I know Hex said that uh, for the Chicago Homestead, he's getting trophies and stuff made, and yeah. he's also getting uh, trophies for London made for his players as well. Okay, so so like if the, whoever wins Chicago, they you know they'll get something. I'm sure a lot of other um, teams are gonna start trying to getting giving something a plaque. Doesn't have to be yeah. a bigger trophy. Just you know get like a plaque or something like that yeah. going. But. That wraps up the, the, the discussion on CDL London. Like we said, I think it went the way we both expected it to. Chicago winning the, the London homestead. And we look forward into the future for the CDL. Like we said, we have CDL Atlanta coming up this next weekend. Um, and the teams that will be competing in Atlanta, the eight teams, will be the Minnesota Rocker, the Paris Legion. I'm excited for them to be back yet again. The London Royal Ravens, the Florida Mutineers, Chicago Huntsmen, Toronto Ultra, Atlanta Phase, and Optic Gaming Los Angeles. You hear these teams? Obviously, there's three teams, four teams you're looking at: Atlanta, Chicago, London, and Paris. Yep. You know, I don't know how I feel about Minnesota or Florida or Optic yet. Uh, Toronto, I, I've, I've seen them play multiple times now. Uh, they're they're not gonna perform. Like I don't think they're gonna do well. But, um, you know, obviously you have what could be a head-to-head matchup with, um, you know, Chicago taking on phase at some point. And I definitely think we'll have um, top four will be Atlanta, Atlanta, Chicago, London, and Paris in that order. Mm-hmm. I, I can think, see that. I think, uh, I think London's going to come out hot this, this event, man. Mm-hmm. I think they're, they're ready to start, start winning. Especially yeah. after how good Weskins played. I mean, I, I, and don't be surprised if if Minnesota does well. You know, Minnesota. Minnesota I don't think it's a bad team. Win. Yeah, no, I, they're 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 not a bad team. You know, so they play Paris first game of the morning. Uh, so just gonna have to see how that goes. You know, uh, like I said, you know, we've seen Minnesota play two times. We've seen Florida play two times. Everybody else, or I mean, uh, Optic. You know, we've seen them play two times and Phase. But everybody else, we've seen play multiple, multiple times, you know. So, looking to see how if Faze can keep what they've got going, um, if Optic can improve on where they weren't because they play Atlanta Faze to start off their weekend, and yeah, that is not, yeah, they're they're, they're not. But see what they can do, you know. Um, but you know, Florida, they play London. I think that's honestly a series Florida could win if they play well, but. And Minnesota, I think they could beat Paris. But like you said, uh, I think the the I think the top four teams. I think Atlanta will win their homestead. Uh, I don't think anyone will beat Atlanta in their homestead. Uh, I think it'll be Atlanta first place, Chicago second. I'm just gonna do my top three, and then um, Paris third. I got Paris over London. Uh, well, you just, can't do a top three because there isn't like a third well, place. I mean, technically there's not, but you know. Third fourth. Yes, yeah, third fourth. Third fourth. Yeah. So third fourth. I got Paris over London, then London below Paris. You know, but I don't think it. I don't think anyone's gonna beat Atlanta. You know, uh, I think it's gonna be an Atlanta-Chicago final. Um, but 
you know, just we never know. You never know what could happen. But, of course, th- those are our predictions. I think Atlanta's going to win their homestead. I don't see anyone beating them right now uh, unless they just come out looking lackluster, uh, which I don't see happening with the players they have on this roster. So, I'm saying Atlanta lose a total of three maps. I could see it. I could see I think it. They're but... gonna, I think they're going to lose. Um... Hmm, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I think they're going to lose one to London and maybe two to Chicago. Yeah, yeah I could see a Game 5 series between Atlanta and Chicago, uh, depending on whenever they play. But um, looking forward to CD Atlanta. You can catch that at youtube.com forward slash COD League. Starts at 9 a.m. February 22nd uh, from Atlanta. But, of course, we had a lot of stuff to talk about, man. Um, a lot of interesting stuff, you know, obviously the BR, season two, CDL, uh, any, 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 uh, last minute thoughts that you, that you want to share? No, not really. I'm just, you know, I'm really, I'm really excited for Atlanta. I'm more excited to see uh, Atlanta and Chicago play more than I am, you know, any, anyone else right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I want to know who's the best. Right. You know, this will right. cement who the best is. Um, Let's just get that out of the way so we can base everything else off that. And I think it'll be like a, like a universal understanding between everyone that whoever wins between Atlanta and Chicago are the best. You know, I don't mm. think anyone's thinking that they're the best team unless you're one of the, one of those two teams. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm excited for that too. I'm also excited to see, you know, what happens with the BR, you know, yep. are we getting it this week? Are we not? Um, but only time will tell. Everybody, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. If you did enjoy this episode, make sure you put a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel for more future podcast and live commentary content. Uh, I am your host, Trep. You can follow me on Twitter, at VVTrep, and follow the Twitch stream where I stream every Monday through Thursday and Saturday, twitch.tv forward slash VVTrep. Everybody follow Mr. Willis as well on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Mr. Willis. And on Twitch, it's just Willis. You can find him in the FSG chat Monday, Wednesday, Saturday. If you need to talk to him, hit him up with a whisper. If you know him on Discord, hit him with a Discord DM. He's on it all the time because he doesn't have a life. All right? Everybody, thank you guys so much for watching this episode. I'm host. This is Will, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.